Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue on another smoky treat edition of the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast. And by the way, I, I love the fact that hashtag smoky treat is becoming a thing now. And we, I thank you guys at home for the listeners, the viewers, the people who write to the show. Smoky treat becoming a thing. Is it smoky treat or smoky treats? Well, it depends. I mean, it, it, you can only smoke one cigar at a time, so whoa, it's a smoky whoa, hey, treat hey, at listen, a, don't at don't a time. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss of me. Well, actually, you are. Never mind. Um, listen, welcome aboard. Another great edition with my guys, Ivan Campo and Eric Calvino. What's up, boys? Hello, hello, hello. What's happening, Jimmy? Good times, good times. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Got it all out of the way now. Ready to go for another edition here. Uh, good times ahead. We're going to drink some tequila that's why jasper mm. was looking at me he's like he just looked at me he goes oh you're in for it today pal some some tequilas are on the menu um so i got my helmet and the mattress just in case i take a little nap during the show um, that can happen that yeah can happen. we are going to talk to our buddy uh manolo santiago from casa 1910 who's got an amazing story to share with us and we'll get to that as we progress we've got a great question from you guys um and uh, we're going to find out about the biggest city, the biggest small city in California. We'll <laughs> yep. get into that. And of course, a wonderful new smoky treat we want to share with you. Jasper, the Melo. Caballeros, que fuman. All right, boys. We are smoking the Illusion one off. Uh, we are smoking it in the uh, Pyramides Vitola, which is 608 by 52, made in Nicaragua with all Nicaraguan components. So it is a Nicaraguan puro. Retails for $17.50. The uh, so you can see it's got the little peace symbol there. So it's uh, in orange. That's why I'm wearing orange. That well, you know, I appreciate you see? color coding for That's the it. show. That's it. But uh, so yeah, the, the brand was originally launched by this Italian gentleman, uh, Andrea Molinari. It was a retailer in Milan. So wait a minute. So is it illusion or illusioni? Illusioni. That's a good. That's a great question. That's it. Everybody asked that, right? Like the owner, Dion, our our buddy Dion Giolito, he says illusioni. Uh -huh. So, but if it's, but I like it, illusion. Yeah, but if it's an Italian, illusion, probably a, with the olive oil, olive from the Morricone. Well, okay, what? Well, <laughs> Illusioni, huh? illusion was owned by Dion. One off was owned by Andrea Molinari. So, two different <laughs> things, buddy. Sorry, sorry to break it to you there. But uh, Andrea Molinari, I wonder if he's re any relation to Morricone. No, oh, no, who's the golfer? Uh, oh, uh, Francesco. Francesco. Molinari. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I was in San Francisco one day. Derailing right on, on, and, and, I, and, I love these. And, I love, and, go ahead. In North Beach, okay? The Italian section of San mm -hmm. Francisco, North Beach. And there was a guy who was the... I, I, the uh, if you looked up cool and debonair in the dictionary, it was this dude. I mean, he was standing outside one of the restaurants there. He was, you know, all in black. I'm sure all, all definitely all Versace, Armani, whatever it is. Hair slicked back, smoking a cigarette. And this beautiful woman walked by. And he was just, took a drag out of his cigarette. Bella. Oh, Bella. Bellissima. And this woman blushed. I know we're in the, in the Me Too, and, and I understand that. But that was the coolest damn thing I have ever... I you, like that. You come Bellis. in my restaurant. I feed you for free. I was like, no, this dude. <laughs> Illusion. I like that. I have a story, but I'm not going to share it because I think it's going to bring us problems. <laughs> so so anyway, Andrea Molinari, he launched the line uh, roughly around 2000. 
and the, the line took off, right? He had this this thing where he, the cigar was almost like this, it was you're supposed to cut it down the middle and share it with somebody else. Oh. It was a, yeah, and so the cigar mm. took off very quickly, uh, but but almost as quickly as it took off, it kind of faded. And by 2004, the brand was starting to flounder, and it changed hands a couple times. Eventually, in 2017, Illusioni bought the brand mm. from Cuban crafters who had it at the moment, not doing anything with it, and so and so he he started having it made in uh in Nicaragua where the original Illusioni was made. Uh sorry, where the original one-off was made. Uh but the original was made at Placencia and Illusion makes most of their stuff at Tabsa, which is Agonorsis factory. So he blended it kind of uh he tried to blend it in the spirit of the original one-off. Obviously that's impossible when you've got different tobaccos and different things, but uh but I think it's a fantastic cigar. And it's supposed to be kind of like a an homage to a Cuban cigar, right? Well, the original, the original one-off was supposed to be a Cuban cigar, right. but Molinari couldn't get it done, and so he ended up be, having it made in, in Nicaragua by Placencia, and so, so that you know, but it it still has a sort of a, a Cuban esque sort of feel to it, right? It doesn't, you know, it has that like nuttiness and that creaminess that you find in great Cuban cigars. It does have that. But it's it's very much a Nicaraguan cigar. Is this and, the original? Uh, and the, the lab- yeah, the label. Ex- that's exactly how it was back then. Okay, Is that like like almost burnt orange, but kind of faded and and off white on With the, the piece on the a, piece a, a symbol. Piece, yeah, piece, it, looked, it looked exactly the same. Piece loves cigars. That's all you need. So I, I remember the first trade show, the first cigar trade show that I went to before we launched the magazine. Th- this thing was all the rage. Like everybody, I remember everybody talking about it. And then, and then it was gone. A few years later, you couldn't find it anywhere. All right, so we've gotten into this cigar a little bit here. So, yeah. Ivan, what what are, what are your thoughts on it? I find it to have a very unique favorite plo- profile. Uh, favorite profile. Uh, favorite profile. <laughs> um, already off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Already, this is going to be a great show. Uh, <laughs> so, um, strength uh, profile is medium medium full so not something very very overpower yeah. very powerful like what i'm usually smoking from agonorsa would this be a <laughs> breakfast cigar i don't see it as a breakfast cigar but you know there's guys, there's guys that would yeah i think it's a midday i mean i think it's it's over medium in terms of strength however the other vitolas which we'll get to later in the x's and o's segment the gentleman asked mm-hmm. a good question about vitolas but in this vitola in the piramides it feels medium plus in terms okay. of strength but in the smaller vitolas like in the corona it it does feel stronger so ivan the one thing that hit me mm-hmm. is how creamy this thing is it's very creamy i get a lot of vanilla from it um and it has a very unique like almost like i don't want to say medicinal but it's almost it's like, like a min- yeah. mineral uh flavor profile to it it also has you know very nutty um, I, I definitely note. find it nutty and creamy. Yeah, uh, and and then there's that little and and it changes. By the way, we're we're about halfway through here uh, for technical reasons. But uh, when you start it, because we it, smoke like fiends. That's yeah, what it yeah. Is. When uh, when we when you start the cigar at the beginning of the cigar, I think it it's sort of delicate with like some like white pepper notes, and it's kind of you know it's it's a delicate blend. Now when you get to about the middle where we're at, it's 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 starting to 
to sort it's, of come into its own. It's got some life. It's, it's starting it's, to flex it's, a little it's, bit. It's that shy guy who's had a couple of drinks at the bar, and now all of a sudden, hey, kind of like us, hey, you know, <laughs> the hips don't lie, right? But but what about the rapper, Eric? I mean, I I love it. It's a, it's a very yeah, it's Colorado. A, yeah, it's a, it's definitely it's straight up Colorado, right down the middle, right. It's made so in Colorado. It's not made in Colorado. <laughs> in Denver, Colorado is is the shade of the rapper. Oh. That's a so Colorado is like a reddish brown. It's a it's a Spanish word for reddish brown, right? Like the Colorado River, which mm-hmm. is why it got that name. It's that reddish brown. So yeah, if you see that the the tone of that rapper, the shade of it is that reddish brown. It is like right down the middle of what a of what the Let's say the color palette of rapper colors is, right? If you think of excluding Candela, if you just think of like Claro, which is a Connecticut shade, a very light, light, light brown. And then you go all the way to Maduro or Oscuro, where you've got like almost black. And and this, in terms of those shades, this is right down the middle. Well, yeah. I, and I love this rapper, Ivan. I mean, I think maybe that is that where the creaminess comes from? think so i mean on the smaller ring gauges i think you taste a little bit more but this is this is very nice do you, do you enjoy the size and in this flavor i mean i'm i'm a big torpedo you do you like, yeah you I'm, like I'm the a, number two that's your deal, that, that's right? always been my bag that's always my go-to guys even you know whether it's monty's or padrons or whatever i, yeah, I love, love it so two. i'm always a fan of that i just got to learn how to cut it that's my only thing because i think i cut a you, little too little off the top you do at the beginning you always you have that tendency whenever i've seen you smoking the torpedo which is a lot you always start off with just like you snip off just a little bit. Because I'm always afraid I'm going to break the the, the, consi- the consistency of the cigar. I'm always I'm always. You, the, you think you're going to cut too much that yeah. it will unravel on you? Yeah, I, I thought right. it was a financial thing. That's why you always did it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to smoke like, he's, every he's last as inch much value out of it as down to the nail fingernail of this thing. So listen, we're off to a good start with the Illusioni Olive Oli Olive. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anytime I can cantalo, anytime we can get into that. Listen, uh, Jasper's looking at me, so I know I'm doing something right. Uh, let's get into um, now the X's and O's and our man from Volcano. X's and O's. Volcano, California. Yeah, that's right. We, we you know we we always love to hear feedback from you guys. And by, by the way, thank you for the overwhelming amount yeah. of feedback. It has been hot and heavy. We've oh, been getting so. We had a lot to choose from in this show. That's badass. And we went with old Hector from Volcano, California. <laughs> and we had to look it up. So it's Hector Gonzalez from Volcano, California, the brus- the, the bustling metropolis that is Volcano, California. Yeah, yeah we, we looked it up. And, and Volcano, Volcano, California, in uh, on their Wikipedia page, by the way, uh, the population was 115 <laughs> at the 2010 census. 115 people. And and they have 17 cigar shops. Who, who, who yeah. Knew, right? I, I don't know where, where Hector's getting his cigars, uh, but thank you for sending this in, Hector. Uh, but what do you what do you guys think the population is now at? If it was 115 at the 2010 census, well, where, the, where are we at now? Well, if, if that railroad and the indoor bathrooms have been installed, <laughs> then it's got to be at least 200, right? You about to get canceled, son. I'm sorry, Hector. But thank you but, for but sending this. Hector is the sheriff, the the justice of the peace, the the notary, 
and the chief think, cook and bottle washer. I think he also place. wrote the, the Wikipedia page. Yes. Well, so what Hector wrote to us, and you can hit us up at feedback at cigarsnobmag.com. He says, I love the podcast. Oh, he starts with, hola, amigos. Hola, amigos. So, you know, he, he has that bilingual little tip to him. I love the podcast as well as the magazine. So clearly a man of, of great taste. Absolutely. Uh, both have been truly like an educational experience in cigar game, and what I, and I've learned so much. Two things I want to ask about. I'm going to go right to the second one, okay? Because we talked about jump right into it. We okay. talked about flavor profiles, and we'll get into flavor profiles. And, you know, how do you get it? Because you, know, you know, he hears about cocoa and hay, yeah. but all he tastes is tobacco. So we're going to get into that. But the second one is about Vitolas. He goes, he loves Monte Cristo 1935 Anniversary Number Two. That's my joint too. So I like your style. If the tobacco in the different Vitolas is the same, then why are the different sizes rated? differently that goes for a lot of cigars i've read about and he's curious what makes a torpedo taste different than a robusto or a corona tasting different than a churchill and so on anyways grateful for you all and i hope to hear from you on an upcoming show it's a good question yeah it's man. a great question hector it really is because I, I think a lot of people have that that question even though they, they don't realize it like but in the back of their mind they're like how can it be different like how can how can the same cigar be different from one size to another right and so and you can start off at the most basic, basic level, which is the wrapper, right? The wrapper, the ratio of filler to binder and wrapper changes as the ring gauge increases, right? So that's that's immediately going to make a cigar different. It's going to be very hard for a blender to give you the same exact experience from a thin ring gauge like a Corona, like you mentioned, all the way to here. This is a 52 ring gauge, right? So very hard because you've got a ratio of more wrapper to filler in a in a thinner ring gauge like a Corona, and you've got a lot more filler to wrapper uh, in a size like this, like a 52 or above. And so that changes it. You've also got the length of the cigar, so how close you are to the heat, mm. right? That's going to change your experience quite a bit. And when a, when a blender blends a cigar, <clears throat> he's he typically starts... All of his blends on the same size. I, I've seen this when I when I visit factories all the time. Different blenders blend with different sizes. Some guys like to blend with Coronas. That's like a very old school way of doing it. Some guys today blend with Toros because Toros are, are one of the most popular sizes. So they'll start on Toro. And so they'll make the blend based on those uh, proportions. But then when he goes up or down from there, it, it changes. There's no way... That you that he can make the same exact blend with the same exact experience from from Vitola to Vitola because the ratios are just different. And these are not made by machines; these are premium, handmade, hand yep. rolled cigars. Right? Correct. And, and then the other part is that the blender has to not only play with the flavors and aromas, but he also has to play with the burn rate. Mm. Right. So you can say, well, why if you know if the cigar feels, for example, this cigar we've we've never. By the way, this is the first time I'm tasting the cigar in this Vitola, this mm. size. We've rated it in, uh, in other sizes. And so it, I remember it being stronger than this is, right? So okay. you say, well, if in a Corona, this blend is stronger, why can't he just add more strong tobacco in this one and make it different, right? And, and try to make it the same as that Corona, right? By increasing the, the stronger tobacco is called Ligero. So in, increasing the amount of Ligero that he puts into this, but that would mess with the combustion of the cigar, and you probably wouldn't want to do that because now maybe the cigar would burn too slow 
and now it's it's not an enjoyable smoke. It maybe goes out too much, or you know, there, there's there's all these other considerations that the that the blender has to take into account when he's creating this blend. And everybody does it differently. It's like yeah. all all manufacturers don't follow the same rule. <laughs> of like, course not. And every cigar, you know, especially in a in a box in a, in a vitola, you want it to be the same. But there is a little bit. Yeah, they're made by human beings. Yeah, like you said earlier, right? There's no way. But but let's let's kind of forget that part. The fact that from cigar to cigar, you know, these three cigars, they're not exactly the same, right? Because they're made by human beings. But let's let's put that aside and let's talk about what we were saying is from size to size, from torpedo to robusto to toro to corona Churchill. There's there's no way that the blender can make it taste exactly the same. And some blends, depending on the size, are more imbalanced than others, right? And they just give you a better smoking experience. And that's why you get different, like to, to Hector's question, how can they be rated differently? And and that's basically it, right? Like this cigar, in fact, I think this cigar works better in this Vitola than the ones that we've rated in the past. I, I like it better from what I remember. I love it. So I, I think, you know, different different cigars just taste different in different Vitolas because of those proportions. And those differences yield a different rating. And that's just it. Sure. Right? Well, it's like Elvis used to say, take these vitamins. They're like vitamins, except different. <laughs> so, yes. so, so Ivan, um, and get to Hector's first point, the, the flavor profiles, you know, espresso and hay. What's the best way to get what he's talking about. I mean, obviously, it's not going to taste like an espresso. It's not going to taste like chocolate. But how do you get that experience? I personally think, you know, obviously, listening to us and smoking the same cigar uh, that we're smoking and being able to, like, hear, you know, people who are experienced smokers and and know you what know, they're tasting. You and I literally smoke for a living. For a living. <laughs> yeah. Um, while you're doing that, along with people that know what they're doing, um, you you get to like kind of like make those correlations in your head with the flavors and you can pick them out a little bit easier it happened to me i used to take a wine course and i and i used to, we used to drink uh these expensive bottles of wine and and as he's going through all the tasting notes and we're tasting these notes you're like oh oh yeah that is a that is like a blueberry or is that that is a a, a ripe prune or so it's it's very for me. I I enjoy being able to taste the flavors that other people are tasting, and then trying to make those correlations yourself. Yeah, he he says in his question, uh, I read a lot of reviews that describe these incredible flavors: cocoa, hay, espresso, peanuts, and red pepper. To name a few, uh, but I have yet to taste any of that. I always taste tobacco, and that's fair, right? Because right. it is tobacco. It's one hundred percent tobacco, and so. Yeah, there isn't any blueberries in there. there Correct. Any- yeah, there's no cocoa in the cigar or espresso in the cigar or peanuts. However, the the aromas that are coming off of it, and by the way, I think that the number one thing that Hector would need to do is learn how to retrohale if he doesn't already. Definitely a learning how to release some of the smoke through your nose will change the way you smoke cigars forever. It happened to Jim, I think. It, it definitely It happened. was a 180 for me in terms of my cigar experience. And I learned it right here on the show. We have yep. an episode about retrohaling. So if you yeah. want to go back, hook it up, and it will change your experience. Yeah, you if you're watching this on YouTube, Nat, can we put the uh, like little box that they can click on the episode that had the retrohale talk? Because I think that was like an eye-opener for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think... That was uh, that was number one, right? You d- 
definitely learn how to retrohale. But number two is what when you do retrohale and you kind of you smell the smoke better, what does that what does that smell hearken to? Like what does that is it does it smell like pepper? Is it white pepper? Is it black pepper? Is it red pepper? What does it is it smell like cocoa? Like think of cocoa powder. Like when you smell cocoa powder, it's tobacco with that cocoa powder smell or with a cedar smell, right? right. Cedar is the most natural one. Right. Cedar you should get in in a well-aged cigar. You should always get because some it's cedar. in a humidor, right? Correct, because yeah. it's 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 been rolled and then aged in uh, cedar in the aging room of the cigar factory. Usually for about they'll typically do about ninety days. That's the like standard. Different people do different amounts, but typically cigars rolled and then rested there for ninety days on cedar, and then it's put in a cedar box and shipped to you. And it's it's always in and around cedar and tobacco constantly takes in the aromas that it's around mm. and so so uh you'll you'll definitely get cedar like you get it here you get cedar you get nuts you get that creaminess right and so uh but yeah you're right hector it is always just all tobacco it just has just like wine wine is is great it's crushed grapes right crushed fermented grapes and yet you do smell other things. You smell you smell cocoa. You smell it's not grapes. You get sometimes you get blue, blueberries or plum, like Ivan said earlier. So yeah, it's not that you're tasting something other or that anything else is in there. So it's uh it's it's tricky, but there's also kits that you can that that you can buy where you can smell the different things. And so as you're smoking the cigar, you can smell the different aromas and kind of give you that connection. Like that helps too. I think cigar snob should have one of those. We've played around with that idea, and and we may we may we may release one of those where we where we we create a little kit for you that you can smell the different aromas. Feedback at cigarsnobmag.com. Feedback at cigarsnobmag.com. Hit us up with your questions, your reviews, what you think. Is there a question you've got? And if we read your question, what happens? You got a cigar snob swag pack. Woohoo! Yeah, man. You'll, we'll put together a little. Yami will put together a little package with a couple magazines, maybe a lighter, stickers, maybe a hat, maybe a shirt. So you get a little swag pack, and you get the yeah. The new issue is out. Oh, so that's nice. So that's uh, that's going to be on its way to Hector. It immediately it, it jumped out at me when I see exotic bet since yeah. I'm in the uh, sports investing field. So, yes, you are. So we'll get into that as well. So listen, thank you, Hector, uh, the the sheriff, the judge, and the chief cook and bottle washer of uh, Volcano, <laughs> California. So. <laughs> Thank you, Hector. All right. So now comes, that's one of my favorite parts of the show. Another favorite is my man, Ivan. I'll tell you what an another good bet is. The new mm. Villegra de Nicaragua Edición Limitada 2022. This special cigar makes a great first impression with its silky Sumatra wrapper and skillfully crafted torpedo shape that takes an immediate impression as soon as you take a look at it. Under its glistening wrapper, a sturdy Mexican binder holds rich fillers from Pennsylvania and Nicaragua, the key components to deep and complex flavors experience it presents. Medium, full, and body, this top-tier Villiger creation offers a wealth of balanced flavors and bright tones of oak, dried berries, cocoa, coffee, rich earth, and natural sweetness. The new Villiger de Nicaragua Edición Limitada 2022 is made at the new Villiger factory in Nicaragua, a collaboration with the iconic Hoya de Nicaragua factory. 
<clears throat> almost after two years of construction, hey. the state-of-the-art cigar factory was completed at the end of September 2021 in Esteli, the mecca of the Nicaraguan cigar industry. Villager aimed to create a modern production facility that produces premier hand-rolled cigars for all the Villager markets worldwide. The Villager de Nicaragua Edición Limitada 2022 is expressed in a single 6x52 box press torpedo and comes packaged in 20-count boxes. It's, it's garnered high marks from professional tasters everywhere, including a lofty 92 in Cigar Snob magazine. I know those guys. Yeah, I know those us. guys. Those guys the, know something. This is a limited edition you won't want to miss out on. So go out and ask your local tobacconist for the Villager de Nicaragua today. Limitada. Limitada. Ooh, Limitada. Oh, oh, oh. Right? Good times. I saw Jasper gave me a little wink and a nod because I am not the biggest fan of tequila, but we're going to get into some tequilas. And if I know my guys, oh, you're gonna it's like going it to be delicious. So it's time now for a perfect pairing. And now, perfect pairings brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze. All right, my friend. So we've got uh, Tequila Nation over here. We do. We have a little lineup. And, and truth be told, tequila is not my bag. That's mm. why Jasper's just sitting there just nodding his head going, uh-huh. I didn't know there was one of those. What? Tequila he, Nation? No. He has a problem That he doesn't with have, yeah. He has a problem with tequila. Uh, I'll sure. be honest. He has listen, the I've, last time I've had, did it. I've had college tequilas. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah. And it's, I'm not going to name any brands, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, Quarter, John, John Curve. <laughs> John Curve, Jack Curve, and uh, but the, this is not any John Curves. So let's start with A, which is like almost looks like water. Yeah, and very clear. Are these añejos? So, no, that this. So by the color of this, this looks like a reposado. It looks like a blanco. No, no, it's blanco. So blanco would be crystal clear. Crystal clear. Yeah, okay. there would be no wood particles in it, right? And that little straw color that you see in it. That's like a, that's a dead giveaway mm. that there's some, there's some wooden. Smells there. kind of. That means it's been probably reposado. Smells kind of, uh, you know, not intimidating. No, no, it's sweet. I don't get a lot of sweetness. Yeah. It's almost mm. like medicinal a little bit. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> girls, girls, you're both pretty. I wouldn't go as far as to call it medicinal. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So. But the, no, the, there's, there's some sweetness. The first but, thing that jumps out. To me, is that it doesn't have that that nasty tequila aftertaste that always makes me want to go. Whoop, whoop. This was it's it reminds very, you of college. Yeah. yeah, this was very nice, very smooth. You um, you went to college in the Midwest, though. I thought I went uh, to the Harvard, whoa, of the Midwest, Creighton University, Creighton baseball school, Omaha, big Nebraska. baseball school. It's actually now a big basketball school. That's true. Oh, look oh. at big brains on him. <laughs> we, we were we were a bad we were a bad call from going to the Final Four. What year was this? This year. Oh. When, when F- <laughs> FAU, FAU beat Creighton. That was FAU, wow. In baseball? In basketball. Oh. We're still lost. (laughs) Oye, que pasa aquí? I'm kidding. And in this moment. (laughs) um, By the way, so. Let's. Very, very, you know. I haven't even taken a sip yet. Totally not not at all tequila tasting at all. So so I've learned a new trick. A ver. Mm. That was taught to me by okay. So hit Manolo, record is by, that the new trick <laughs> by Manolo Santiago, which we'll be talking to. So yeah, sure, Manolo segment. Manolo's you'll see him shortly uh, after this perfect pairing segment. Correct. And he came in with so he corrected your right right uh, your initial Manolo pairing method, which correct. you butchered, butchered for Jesus for, for a bunch of episodes. So if you have tried to imitate this, uh, don't that was pay, a disaster. Wait ignore you, all of that. Wait wait till you see I've the episode the and butcher. then you do it correctly. However, he did teach us. 
how to Excellent. spot uh, tequila with artificial with artificial additives. additives. Yeah. Correct. What? So so this is all right. So if you're watching on YouTube, if you're not, if you're listening to this in your car, we'll I will be, I will give them the play. I will play. give you play by play. All right. Play by play. All right, all right. you do it. Okay, so, so but but uh but on on YouTube you can watch, watch. Ivan doing it. Okay, so, so yeah, so you're you're. You're putting your hand over the glass. And whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Watch this. Just getting, watch some, this, getting some tequila on the palm. Getting some tequila on the palm. Right. And then and rub vigorously. And then you rub. And, and then you rub. And then the consistency of the tequila on your hands should remain oily if it's an all-natural product. If it has additives, it should get sticky. So what? this one in particular is actually getting sticky on me. So, so that yeah. means that so there's it might additives. have some additives. Correct. So yeah. that speaks to the sweetness that... I smelled right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah there's, yeah, there's yeah, clearly yeah. some. If if it has that stickiness, I, I didn't try it, but let me let me do it. That would have been great if I would have spilled it on my <laughs> on the computer. That'd be perfect. So yeah, and and the heat, right? It's the the heat is what activates it, and it it does. It gets kind of tacky. Yeah. So right. forget hand sanitizers. That's what you need. You need some tequila in the That's car it. when you get yeah, pulled over. Right. No, I was just sanitizing my hands. Would you like some, officer? <laughs> By the way, it, 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 works without, it works on anything uh, and on any spirit, right? So if a spirit okay. has that as bourbon, like, whiskey, doesn't matter. It looks cooler with tequila. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I so, mean, it was given to a, the the tip was was brought by Manolo, Manolo. Who is a heavy duty tequila guy. So when I said medicinal, now when I, t- I took a taste of it, it's almost like a, a, a slight peatiness to it. It's almost like like what you get well, when you drink one of those like yeah. Ile. So agave has that like grassiness to it. No, but know? I mean almost like that like band aid. Oh, like a like a like real peat like yeah. in a whiskey. Yeah. And how how is it? I can I can I can get that. I can slightly, get that. yeah. How is it dealing with the cigar? That's that's the next question. That's the I, next I, order of business. I, fu- I found that on the on the puff I took immediately after the sip. It was the cigar was not there. It was as if I was just mm. uh, flavorless. Smoke, you know, <laughs> it completely wiped it out. Hmm. So I puff. didn't, I didn't like that from a pairing standpoint. Jim, but however, on, does this remind you of college? Mm-mm. No. Okay, good. No, because it, not it, at all. Not honestly, at all. look, this is this is a. I don't have a huge problem with this tequila, I, although I don't like additives in my spirits. Right. Uh, I can see my wife totally digging that, right? And and when I buy tequilas nowadays. She likes to drink tequila. So so I try to buy something that she'll like and that I'll appreciate and we can drink it by the pool or whatever and just hang out. Are you a chilled tequila person? She, or, she does or like Or do you chilled. like it room temp? She loves it chilled. Okay. So, you know, you got to listen. It's a, it's a marriage, right? You claro. Gotta, claro. Mm. Huh? Not good? You <laughs> say <laughs> like, what? English. What? No, no I do not know what you are speaking So, about. So as far as the pairing... Not so no, much. I'm not loving that. Two, this is Lucy and Ricky, two separate beds right now. Yeah, totally. Uh, again, just nullifies it. And then... It's not bad. It's just... I, I feel like this is just something I shoot, you know? It's well, not so, something I'm going to like... It, but taste. in terms of the pairing, what I noticed is that the tequila wipes out the cigar in the first puff. Second puff, still can't taste the cigar. Third puff, can't taste tequila at all. And mm. now I just get the cigar back to what it was originally. To me, that is a... The definition of a non-pairing, right? Right, like that did not. They did not interact with each other. They just, as Jimmy says, they sleep in separate beds. And once one's out of the picture, the other one's in, and that's it. Right, that's not a pairing to me. No, no. You can you can do it, of course, if you like this tequila and you like that cigar. Yeah, sure, you can do it. 
It's not exactly to but me. But you're not you're not going to get the, the experience of the pairing. All right, so let's move on to B. Now B is a little little darker, tiny tiny bit darker, more of a golden hue. Different on the nose too. Definitely more. It smells more like alcohol. Yeah, but I, I, by the way, I think that these are these are all low alcohol. Most tequilas. I'm not going out on a limb here. Most tequilas are forty percent alcohol. Now you got me thinking. I'm gonna see if there's any additives on this thing. Give it a shot, Jim. He's gonna rub his hands. What's the Karate Kid line? Wax on, wax, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Paint defense. Hey, no, no sticky. Hey, Mister Sticky Hands, this wait, is wait. good. Did you did you give it a good? I gave it a good one two here. No, this is no. And look, all my calluses are gone. This is oh, <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> I may I may wash my hair with this. I'm gonna rub it on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said feet. I didn't know you were going there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, <laughs> woo. <laughs> it's a family show. So. uh <laughs> Family cigar and booze show. So let's so allow. We put it. We Ouch. put it anywhere. We put this everywhere, but in our mouths. So so let's let's see what this drinks here. How does this drink, boys? I enjoy this better. This has a little bit more complexity to it. Um, it has mm. a little bit more like vanilla, which I wasn't getting yeah. at the beginning. Um, oak, a little oak. Definitely, to it. definitely more oak for sure. There's like a oaky tannin to it. Yeah, I don't know if I, I did the drink and then puff. Didn't get much out of it. Let's see. Let's let me go the other way here. I think I think you I just might drank taste more agave too. here as opposed to the first one. This feels more like a like a tequila drinker's tequila more than more than a. I think a was more ideal for like for like my wife mm-hmm. who like who, you know who likes she likes reposado tequilas but likes them a little on the sweet side. This one is a little bit more balanced. They play well with each other, but I wouldn't say that they're made for each other either. What what I like is on the second puff. Hmm. So the first puff still, you don't taste the cigar. But on the second puff, it sort of changes. It, it interacts with the cigar. So I, I do like that as opposed to A, which was there and then disappeared and then you just got the cigar. B is there. Then it on a second puff, plays with the cigar, and it changes it up a little bit. And that's that's kind of interesting. The peppers in the cigar are softened a little bit. That's exactly what I was going to say, is yeah. on the second puff, the peppers are kind of like knocked down, but you still get the cedar, and you still get some of the nuttiness. You still get some of the creaminess of like, the cigar. I like this. So, so I think B is a better pairing so far. Yeah. Okay. These two at least, uh, you know... On a, once a month, you know, holidays, anniversaries, they'll they'll yeah, get together. Yeah, they get together and they break <laughs> bread. You know, you want to move on. To Why see? does everything always have to come down to that? You know, well, Jimmy, that's your that's your that's you your know, jam, bro. That's what I'm that's what I'm here for. Right? Yep, yep, that's it. That's it. I'm the love doctor. What do you want to rub C on? Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hello, <laughs> hello. Yes, yes. Yvonne Ocampo. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You'll be getting a phone call shortly. <laughs> All right, so this one is Darker. is very dark. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting the job. With this I, w- one. I would say you've crossed over into añejo territory here. Okay, right, because it's it's clearly darker. It smells great. So añejos always have that, right? Because they have añejos the, are usually sweeter. Well, okay, not by nature, right? Because mm, crisp. They too. they what they what it is? It's aged in a barrel more time mm. 
Then a reposado. So uh, silver has zero time in a barrel. Then a reposado has. I've been, I've been in a barrel. I've been in a barrel. <laughs> and then a, an añejo has spent more time. And so. Oh, this is good. If tequila. the barrel has been charred, you will get some vanillas and, and mm-hmm. some caramels, kind of like a bourbon, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of, of the, the barrel effect on the spirit. However, right, you a lot of a lot of tequila companies will add, you know, sugars to it to make it a little sweeter because the barrel didn't give it enough or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know what we're dealing with here, but on it's the much, on, on the for nose, me it's, it's much nice. sweeter. On the nose, it's it's kind of nice on the nose. I, I'll be honest with you. For a person that's not a tequila fan, these have been three wonderful tequilas. Wonderful. It 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 for my palate, not offensive at all. I mean, but, I could see myself just sitting in the backyard, just sipping on these guys. See, just what my 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 complaint about C is that I, I can't taste agave almost at all. Mm. And I I do want, when if if I'm drinking tequila, whether they be silver, reposado, or añejo. And I think we've said this in the show before. Like, I want to taste the agave. I want to taste that I'm tasting tequila. Right. right? Like when we did that Cincoro back then. You mm. couldn't taste the, te- the tequila at all. Sweet. It right. was wait, not This isn't that. It's sweet. This though. is not that. But C it is, is closer to the, to the Cincoro sure. than the other two that we just For tasted. sure, for sure. Yeah. And, but so, yeah, I, I can't taste enough agave. I would want more agave. Uh, but it is nice. Yeah. Uh, you know? Like what is, what does the agave do? Oh, the agave has that tequila flavor that you hate. Ah, okay. Right? But if you're drinking tequila, you want to taste agave. Sure, right. Right? Because other for that, then then whatever. Let's drink a Irish whiskey. Right. Right? Or a mezcal. You well, guys no, got, there, you're tasting you, mezcal big uh, you're tasting agave big time in mezcal. Yeah. If it's an artisanal mezcal, that's what I But why do about. I like why do I like mezcal more than I like tequila? I don't maybe know, maybe the smokiness. Maybe this yeah, maybe yeah. that that smoky component, especially what you tasted with us were artisanal tequilas. Uh, sorry, mezcals. And by the way, uh, tequila is a mezcal. Right. Okay. So uh, it, it is made of the same. So it's just that tequila is only Blue Weber agave, whereas mezcals can open up to any kind of agave. But uh, but I, I want to taste the agave in it. Like I, again, otherwise I may as well just drink Red Breast Twelve Irish whiskey or something, right? If I don't want to taste agave, I'll drink something else. So. And how does it, uh, Ivan, how's it doing with the smoke? I think C pairs very well. I find C to be, uh, Eric kept mentioning his wife, but I, th- I feel like this is more of a. Hey, you keep your wife. That <laughs> you woman, keep my that, wife out of your woman, That woman is a saint. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel like this is approachable to all sexes. Oh. <laughs> so it's sweeter. It's it's more like I can see you biting a bottle of this at a at a club or whatever, and then everybody can drink from it, and and everybody will enjoy it. But it's not something. It's like all right, it's a special occasion. All right, let's let's all drink this. To be fair, I don't think any of these are that. I get B is the closest. For the, me. Are these mixing no, spe- tequilas? Special? I, I don't. I doubt it. Yeah. I have no idea, but I doubt it because eh. typically uh, it'd be a good margarita, whichever one you use here. Yeah, but I don't think that that's the idea of these. I think these are meant to be sipping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? I think. All right. So when you when you have añejos and reposados, you're typically having them neat or or chilled, right? All right. So let's You're not really mixing them too much. In summation, A, B, or C, which one is the perfect pair? Eric Calvino. Uh, of these three, so 
see the little sweetness, the the added sweetness that it has does pair better with the cigar right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Whereas A and B wipe out the cigar out of the gate. Although I do like how C behaves with the cigar on the second and third puff. Uh, C lets you drink and smoke and have a an interesting pairing immediately from first sip and first puff. So although none of these are perfect, I would say that C is is closer for me. Ivan? If we were hanging out, Jim. That would be something. Yeah, that would yeah. be something. And because this guy bu- never calls me. He and never were, calls me. And you were buying the bottle, I would say oh, pick, when? pick between B and C, and then that's the one I'd go with. And then give me the bottle and then get lost. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he that's how he hangs out with people. You know, I partied with Ivan once. Once. We, huh? were, we were at a All these once? years. Yeah. We were we were at a club Uh-oh. and and we uh-huh. ran into each other and he came and he sat at my table. You know, he drank your booze. I didn't have a table. My, drank my booze <laughs> and then said, hang on, I'll be back. I'm still waiting for him to come back. That's Ivan, man. Oh, sorry. Tremendo. Got, got lost. Tremendo. He does that, though. But that's he okay. That. I, I do remember. I've known him I, since, I, since middle school. I do part, part remember that day. I do remember that day. And it was one of the what first times. It was one of the first times my wife let me go out by myself. <laughs> you did mention that. I, I did The wife that. let me out. I got to go. And I didn't take my reading glasses. And it was a dark place. And the, the menus for the cocktails, I was reading. And I could not read a fucking thing. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. And I'm like, oh, my God. My I need wife, somebody to read you are a charmer like because my wife was like. She's awesome. I, I Ivan, her. where's Ivan? You know, we, we need to hang out with Ivan more often. I'm like, Why don't you just hang out with Ivan more yeah. often? Yeah. Oh, I love her. She's great. She's, we got to do it more often. Yeah. Anyways, we bo- got to do it more often once yeah. in buy, the last Buy bottle years. B and we'll do it. All right, that's it. All right, for for me, I, yeah. I like I like B because I almost for C, and you know you hate to leave A out, but you know somebody has to. It be is like what that. it is. Yeah, C, I would almost want to drink it just alone. Nothing, no cigar, nothing to get in the way with it. You know, and I'd B, I think you're I, for me. B, I think while it has its problems, like any great marriage does, you know, there, you know, this is what we're here for. This has the, been the, a very wife. Uh, this yeah. is this has heavy been episode. This has been more. I love you, hon. This has been more. <laughs> I love you, white woman. That's what you know. That's why I married a white woman. My credit score went up. Um, but that's you know, that, that's why you know you you work through these things. You work through these things. So. This segment brought to you by the Ad Council, <laughs> Credit and, and, and by TransUnion, credit and by TransUnion. I've got the ultimate credit cleaning system. Marry a white woman, yep. and you're good there. So that'll do it. It's the bee's knees. Here, piece of work, Jimmy. <laughs> As always, my friends, uh, the perfect pairing is brought to you by Total Wine and More. That's where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. Visit Total Wine and More at TotalWine.com. That's TotalWine.com. Uh, Manolo Santiago, mustache and all, going to be teaching us the proper way to uh what's he gonna teach us to drink not to drink but (laughs) no it's just how it's he has a method of pairing yeah of of pairing or tasting a spirit with a cigar and 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 ivan has been butchering that ever since he came back from mexico and so manolo kind of lays down the law and explains how how it's really done all right and i need to talk to manolo because i need my i need to get a mustache like that no 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 tipo the guy's handlebar is raleigh fingers-esque 
Let's take a look at my note. Hold on, no, hold on. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa, slow down. Yami, come over here. Tell me what I was oh drinking. Oh my god, oh, we, the we big forgot, reveal. We forgot the big reveal. I was gonna talk to Manolo. But, go, wait, I, I, listen, hold on, Manolo. Thank you, I, I, I saw I, I saw Manolo's mustache. <laughs> you showed me a picture of the guy, and I was like, wait, but didn't he get thirty-seven saves for the Brewers back in nineteen eighty-one? <laughs> you know, isn't he in the Hall of Fame? You know, you know, Raleigh Fingers uh, passed up an opportunity to pull it, to pitch for the Cincinnati Reds and extend his career. You don't say. The Reds had a no facial hair policy, so and he said, him, "Screw that!" And he said, "Brother, I'm going to the this Hall is, of Fame with this mustache." This is me. So same thing with Manolo. Manolo could have pitched another year too. Yep, for sure. And he said no. So Yami is here. All right, uh, what do we got? with what A, do we B, and C. Here? Hit it, girl. A, B, C. Let's see. So A, you got Insolito. Insolito. Tequila. Insolito. Sorry. Insolito. It was, I, <laughs> Insolito is how I even went to the club that night. Insolito. I, I, I was at the prom. Insolito. Ilusionote. Insolito. Cantalope. Dion. Insolito. Dion. Insolito. And that's 40% alcohol. Oh, I knew it. You knew that one's it? Yeah. No, I didn't know. Shit. No, I didn't. All right. The second one, B. Oh, Señor Rio. Tequila. Señor Rio, yes. Añejo. Very nice. Oh, so wait, that is an Añejo. It I, is an Añejo. It was slightly darker, but I didn't think it was Añejo. Okay, it is Añejo. And that's uh, 40% alcohol. And C. Cenote. Cenote tequila. Oh, Añejo as well. Cenote that we don't talk a lot of tequila in this show. Yeah, right. Cenote. <laughs> cenote. <laughs> Sorry, that's only boom, for the boom, Spanish boom. speakers oh. in, the, in the crowd. And that's 40% alcohol. I'll be here all week. Yeah. Tip your waitresses. Alrighty. And please try the liver. Thank you, Yami. <laughs> Cenote añejo, interesting. You know what you, you you put you put you put the wrong letter in there and it's a bad word. Yeah, yeah. But but the, you know I'll I'll let you guys Google that point on yep. your own there. But so all right, so C was the one that I the cenote. That's the I just like to drink this by the pool. That was nice, right? That was that. But but uh, Senor Rio, very good. That worked well. I did not realize. I mean, by the color, I thought that it was uh, reposado. It's an añejo. You know me, I'm easily amused and I'm easily impressed. The bottle's but, interesting. But the bottle's awesome. Yeah. Bottle's interesting, yeah. Here he oh goes. Boy. No, those rubber corks don't do that there as much. Thanks, Total Wine. You guys awesome. did amazing. Yeah, man, that was awesome. It. Yeah. And oh, by the way, Perfect Pairing is brought to you by Total Wine. <laughs> <laughs> you did that earlier. Totalwine.com. The mustache is here. Manolo's here. What do you got? All right. We are here with Mr. Manolo Santiago the co-founder and blender for Casa 1910 Cigars. Welcome to Miami, Manolo. Thank you. Thank you for having me this, this time. It's very, I'm very excited for so are this we. podcast. So are we. <laughs> so are we. We love having visitors. That so, bring tequila. Yeah. And cigars. <laughs> I'm not prepared, but... But pretty prepared. <laughs> You're pretty prepared. So, literally a fourth. <laughs> You're much more prepared than most of our guests. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So so let's let's first before we go into the introductions of who you are and your background and the company and the brand, let's talk about the cigar that we're smoking. We are smoking the Casa 1910 As de Oro, but this is part of of the Soldadera series. No. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm I'm lost. No, no, no worries. Um, as the oro, it's part of the Cabri edition. Cabri edition, it's three special cigars made in Esteli, Nicaragua, with a special blends with Nicaraguan tobacco and Mexican tobacco inside. Uh, we call it Cabri edition because um, 
Every name for each cigar is a name for a principal horse from Pancho Villa and Emiliano Zapata, the principal revolutionaries from Mexico, the Mexican Revolution. Yep. And every horse, it's a mixture of breeds. And in these cigars, it's a mixture of leaves. I got okay. it. I got it. And, so the and horses were like hybrids. And so you're calling this a hybrid because it's it most of the stuff that comes out of Mexico is all Mexican tobacco. Yeah. This is Mexican and Nicaraguan tobacco. I actually ah, very is. good. Very good. <laughs> very I like good. that. I like that. I like when when uh you know the names and the the names of brands and things that when they have some other meaning underneath, right? It helps the consumer connect with it a little bit better. I know. So so I, I like that. So it's called as in in Spanish is as de oro, but in English, if you were reading this, Gold. it just looks like as de oro. Yeah, as de oro is how you would say it. So, and that's the name again. That's the name of Pancho Villa's horse. Yes, the most elegant horse from Pancho Villa, and I made this cigar with seven different types of tobacco: uh, the Habano Ecuador for the wrapper, Mexican San Andres for the binder. And the filler, it's five different types of, of leaves from Ometepe, Jalapa, and Esteli. Oh, fantastic. Well, so Ivan, you want to jump in and say your initial thoughts on, on the blend? Because we've never smoked this one. No, I, and I just lit it right now. Um, I would like to say right off the bat that I did visit Manolo in well, Mexico that, City. You, okay, Relax, we'll get and, to that. We'll get to that. And I tasted a lot of special stuff, but this this one I don't think I have yet. So I'm I'm very excited to to get into it. So Me too. I, I, I just, I've never had it. I mean, and, and you guys send us a lot of stuff, but I don't think I don't think we've ever gotten this. I don't think so. But if we did, I, I'm not I didn't. sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, because because <laughs> the, the last thing we smoked was the Soldadera edition. Uh, which was like... Uh, and the Torpedo one for Cabaret Edition, the Lucero. Oh, the Lucero was Lucero. the other one we smoked. That's right. So we smoked something from this line, but not this one. Ah, very good. So, uh, and then you you came with gifts aside from the cigars. So I say that before we go into any of that, we start, start a little bit of a pairing here. Right? Okay. Because you brought something that seems special to me from here. Yeah. From where I'm sitting. Because, well... We are Casa 1910, and we are from Mexico, and we need to make a very good Mexican pairings, okay? So... We are we all about the pairing. Yeah, we have the Azeoro from Cabaret Edition, from Casa 1910, and right here, you have Reserva de la Familia Tequila. It's a tequila reposado from Cuervo Group, or company. Yep. It's called a Family Reserve. It's a premium stuff from... That's a killer, killer, killer tequila. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at the packaging. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's a very classic bottle for tequila. Getting some ASMR here. <laughs> <laughs> he know, he knows. You can see the wax seal, very classic. And the bubbles in the in the and glass, the glass yeah. it's beautiful. And the classic labeling, mm. it's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, very very good tequila. All right, so you 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 keep talking. Uh, I will pour that way you can. <laughs> so, I think I got some more flavor notes now that I've that I've been smoking it. So it has a very like 
Nicaraguan uh, woodiness to it. So I, I pick up a lot of the. It's a, like a cedar, but it's maybe like a maybe like an oaky cedar that I get, and a lot of like nut, uh, a little bit of earth, um, and it's and it's in balance. There's no flavor that's coming out of balance so far. Yeah, um, actually, in our boxes. You can see the shelf darker with the principal notes, organolectic profile, and the uh, and the blend and other things. So you can feel in, in the aroma profile the spices and the earthiness. Yeah, and maybe in in, in your mouth you can feel sweetness and creamy, but the principal notes it's spices minerals and woods toasted woods it's very interesting and it's very evolutive it's it's a uh, because it's evolutive i love the cigar the evolution in in the cigar i love the the evolution the the cigars who change it for the first part and the last part it's amazing for me it's amazing for me so yeah i do get a little like of that spice punchiness right right out of the gate but again it's not out of balance um if i had to uh, to give it a, a strength uh, profile maybe is it medium plus yes definitely it's medium to, to full yeah so i want to sometimes I, i i jump in and and translate a little bit because some of the words that we use most people don't know so you said it's uh, evolutive What you mean is that the the smoke or the flavor profile evolves as it goes, and in in our world, when we we call them transitions, so that so that's what he's talking about. That he loves how much this blend transitions as as the smoke goes across. Right. Let me take a note because it's, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a, a very 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 good for me to to learn more the the current words in in every country uh it's very important for me thank you so much well, for yeah that. when you said evolutive i was like i know he means evolutivo that it evolves yeah <laughs> uh, oh, okay perfect but, but i know that that's not how how our listeners are used to hearing that so transitions so yeah transitions okay okay perfect so uh man i'm impressed with the cigar i really am uh thank you i think like ivan said i think there's like some you get that well when i smelled it before lighting it i mean it was very nicaraguan on the nose uh, and you get that like earth and the pepper that you expect out of Esteli. And then there's a nice little sweetness underneath that I imagine you're getting from the, the San Andres. Uh, maybe the Jalapa is giving you a little bit of that too. So really nice, like a very well blended cigar. So Thank you. we'll, we'll talk about, about the manufacturing of these later as we get down the line. But right now I think we need to give this a shot. Yeah. How about, a, how about a toast? Yeah. First of all, we need to say hi to the tequila to prepare our plate for the tequila because it's a little bit early, but in other places to the world, it's very nice. So yeah, yeah, it's a nice. perfect time to eat, to drink tequila. So, salud. 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 Thank you again. Oh, thank you. Cheers, y'all. That's awesome. It's so smooth. Really good. Yeah. It's wonderful. This is a, for me, uh, this kind of, of tequila, 
It's the really, really flavor of tequila. No ads, no flavoring, no color, just all natural for the agave plant, all natural for three different barrels. It's an important way to, to make this tequila. So for, for the pairing, every time I, I talk with, with all the people, you need to prepare your palate, you need to prepare your nose to receive correctly the flavors and the aromas and mix it behind the, um, the mouth, the flavors and the aromas. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, before I think you we're getting the, the, the cart before the horse here, yes. we'd like to tell our, our listeners that Manolo is like an expert at flavors because he had a career in, he was a, he's a, let's say, a flavor ambassador. <laughs> but we can get into into his background now. Well, first, I'd like to get into what he taught you, because so we, some background here. We do talk about this on the show. We right? we talk about it quite a bit. That Ivan visited uh, Mexico and attended the Casa Nineteen Ten Experience with Manolo, and Manolo taught him some pairing strategies and techniques that Ivan has attempted to use I've on attempt, the show. I've attempted. So, okay. okay. Let me, let so me let's, try let's to do that. Yeah. Let me, let let's me have Manolo teach us. He, you, he taught you, but not me. Okay. You go ahead. <laughs> I'm bad at it. Okay. Okay. No worries. So, it's, it's easy. And actually, I call it like a pairing yoga or cigar yoga because it's very relaxing. Okay. It's very relaxing I love activity. yoga. I like this. Cigar yoga. Yes. I hope we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I might have not done this. <laughs> I apologize. My Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, we have a couple of steps. The first of all, you need to make a big puff and take the smoke in your mouth. And like uh, if you wash your mouth with the smoke for three to five seconds. Okay. And after that, you need to release very slowly the smoke. Immediately, you need to make a little sip for tequila, but direct to the stomach. So don't no, slow down to taste it. Just straight yeah, back. Direct to the stomach. And exhale with your mouth slowly. And after that, you need to take more air and exhale with your nose very slowly. We can make together. Let's yeah. do it. First of all, big, big puff for the cigar. Release. Take a little sip of tequila. Take air again and exhale with your nose. That was very relaching. Okay. That was, and that was that much is not better how than you described it. I did it backwards. I said a big gulp of the tequila and a small puff. <laughs> He's been doing and it both, wrong. This and entire. both straight to your stomach. <laughs> Please take note. <laughs> take a note. <laughs> that was. I don't know so if people like. Yeah, I don't so know if people like the silence for so long. But 
I thought that was that was very very enjoyable for those and by the way for those that are uh just listening this is available on our youtube channel so you can see what's going on here yeah this, yeah right i would recommend it uh number one you get to see the bottle which is gorgeous and you get to see manolo's beautiful face with the mustache <laughs> it's a serious mustache, <laughs> thank you my friend thank you <laughs> so uh that was very nice i you know <laughs> i wish this guy would have remembered it better because <laughs> i thought that was very enjoyable and you're right you do get you get the notes but in a different kind of delivery right you get the like in terms from from the agave from the tequila i got that like really nice sweet grassiness yeah coming out on that final exhale through the nose that was wonderful i'd say that i i'm that's the first time doing it right okay so <laughs> i'm gonna have to do it a few more times I think what I got on that last release was the tequila, not so much the cigar. So I have to maybe try that again with a little more concentration on on the cigar because this is this is all I was getting in there at the end. And I really I, I like how the flavor of the cigar smokes like when you take a big puff and you swirl it around in your mouth, how it like all of your taste buds are like activated when you do that. So yeah, and I, actually. Um, the perfect pairing for this cigar, I need to say, uh, and actually I designed this blend for perfect pairing with a Nicaraguan rum. Not exclusive, but it's a perfect pairing. Uh, in every in every cigar for our lines in our portfolio, uh, I designed every every blend for a special pairing. For example, the Cuchillo Parado or flagship cigar or the Tierra Blanca, it's a Toro all Negro San Andres, the special pairing, it's Reposado Tequila or Añejo or Extrañejo Tequila. But for this one, I prefer the Nicaraguan rum because the minerals and, and the flavors, it's more similar uh, for this car. But this tequila fits very great with this, this cigar, but in the second third, because the, the first third, it's more uh less complex for for the tequila is because you can feel more the tequila yeah the, in, the, the tequila in, in the wiped out the cigar size. It, yeah. it wiped it out uh so yeah i think we're gonna keep practicing that yeah but i think we should we have more tequila for we practicing. have more tequila so <laughs> no worries thank god for that so let's uh let's talk a little bit about your background because i wanted to get into the cigar first and the pairing uh but i think people should know more about you Right. So how did in, in brief, how did your career in cigars start and and evolve into today where you're at Casa 1910? Sure. It's a funny story because I'm attorney. Well, you're you're an attorney. Yeah, but I prefer to be happy and share the <laughs> happiness. I like that. <laughs> it is because um, I take um some certification, uh, uh, certifications around the the administration of the bars, the service in the hotels and restaurants, and definitely uh, in that time I'm falling in love in the spirits area, in the mixology and the cocktails. So, so let me back up. You were an attorney, and then you went into like let's say audit bars and restaurants and hospitality, yeah. and you started to fall in love with the spirits business. Yeah, the, the wines and, and the spirit business. So I, I go to a lot of places to learn more uh, about the t 
tequila, of course, because I'm from Jalisco. Oh, you are literally from Jalisco. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. So I, I go to Tequila Jalisco, to Arandas, to, to learn more about tequila. But I, I need to learn more because uh, for me, a certification is just a piece of paper. If you don't make a proper research, a proper learning, and the correct questions for the source, so I, I go to the to the Spaniard Circle for sommelier wine, and I take a proper certification in in Spain for wine, and in that time it's a, my first touch and my first approach with the premium cigars. So I smoked before, but mm, nothing like uh, with my teacher in sommelier. And he, in, he told me how to cook, how to smoke correctly. And I fell in love again with the tobaccos. And he so told how, me... How old are you at this point? 17 years, 18 years. 18 years old? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So so wait you had you had already graduated as an attorney? Yeah. At 18. No, no no no. Uh, oh. I'm a study uh, attorney but in uh -huh. my in my holidays in my vacations uh -huh. I go to to other places to learn more about the um, uh, sommelier area, scotch whiskey and okay. other things. So um so then in Spain you fall in love with cigars. Yes. And that's because you had the, the right person, the guy who knew, teaching you how to cut, how to light, how to enjoy it. Yes. And so what were you guys smoking at that point? In that time, I smoked the Epicure number two from Oyo de Monterrey from Cuba. So that was the, that was the one that you that's fell in love one. with. Okay. Yeah. Broke his cherry. Yeah. Well, I was um, waiting for you to say that. And <laughs> my, my teacher told me, If you like the, the tobacco, you need to go to the source. Like you come to Spain and learn more about wine, you need to go to Cuba. You need to go to Nicaragua, DR, and Mexico, of course. And I say, why not? I'm here. I need to go to that places. And he connect me for uh, a lot of people in Cuba. And I take a, a lot of... Um, a lot of questions for the farmers, for the rollers, uh, the factory um, chiefs on the, on the different factories. Yeah, the in supervisors. Yeah. The supervisors, and you, you know, uh, you know more people. You know more. Con you make more connections, and in 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 one time, Abanos offered me uh, a job in Habanos S.A. to marketing area in Mexico. And I, I learned more about the Cuban tobacco and I take the proper certification in Habanos Academia. So I take the Master Habanos Sommelier and, and other certifications there. And in one time, I know I'm meeting with Jamie and Serge for uh, my business partners in Casa 1910. So... We talk about the, the Mexican tobacco industry and why Mexico don't, we don't have a lot of brands for premium cigars. Uh, because in Mexico, we have uh, 
many many brands uh, but very locals but no uh no more for other countries not a lot of, global, not a lot of export or global yeah. global no, no global yeah so in the principal question for us it's why a lot of, of brands from Nicaragua from Honduras from DR make a very great cigars with a Mexican Negro San Andres wrapper or binder mm -hmm. but what happened with the filler what happened with the Mexican puro so is because we take the challenge for make a good cigar to share the people with all around the world the quality and the flavors and the soul for Mexican tobacco. Is there a law that says uh, Mexican, because I've heard of something about this, that Mexican puros have to be 100% Mexican cigars or... Well, Mexican puro. No, no, I know, I know, yeah. I know. But, uh, but no, we were going to get to that in uh, when we talk about manufacturing. Okay. We will discuss that part. All right. So... So let's just kind of stay on the, the track of, of your, your background. So Avanos offers you a job and you take it? Yes. So you take this job of being sort of a, is it a brand ambassador for um, Avanos SA in Mexico? Brand ambassador and marketing manager. And marketing manager for Avanos SA, which is again, the Cuban um, government's uh, arm of, cigar production yeah and so uh so you're working with cuban cigars in mexico yes and so at what point as you mentioned serge and 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 jamie and so at what point in this uh, let's have some context what, what year are we talking about that you were doing this in in mexico as a as a cuban cigar ambassador well um more or less 20 17. Yeah. Okay. So 2017, you're doing that. And then how do you know Serge and Jamie? By the way, those are his partners in Casa 1910. And so how do you meet them? Well, uh, Jamie um, and Serge, it's um, Swiss guys living in Mexico City. And they have a, a special community, uh, actually the Swiss community, the, a lot of Swiss people living in Mexico. So they make uh, proper meetings for networking and, and stuff and social uh, parties. And in, in one time, they offered me to make a pairing guide and a pairing event with a Swiss community in Mexico. Ah, okay. So I, I made the, the pairing, the, the chat, and we talk a, a lot of, of cigars and tobaccos and, and rum because uh, we talk uh, about the Cuban rum. So when we finish the, the event, uh, Jamie is close to me and make a lot of questions about the Mexican tobacco. So I talked with, with Jamie about the, the, the Mexican uh, tobacco industry and the, the same things. Why Mexico don't have a, a lot of uh, representation. Yeah, export uh, brands. Yeah. Or export brands. And it, in, we talked a lot, maybe a couple of hours. And there was no alcohol in this conversation. Oh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and 
they, they told me, hey, maybe we need to talk more in another in day, in a, in, a, in a proper dinner to smoke and, and chat about a, a, a small project. And in the, after that, we take a proper dinner and we talk about the why, why, uh, how, how, how can make a proper cigar brand in Mexico. And I say, we have the, the manners for, we can, we can make the, that project. The resources. The resources. So that's, that's the point, uh, the, the break point for make uh, Casa 1910. And since that, we make a lot of work, not just for the, my, my proper research for the, the Mexican tobacco, for the proper factory for the proper farmers. Uh, so we believe in the very great balance between a good packaging, good history behind the brand and the cigars, and good quality cigars. Yeah. And it's because we, we take a lot of time. Uh, we, we, they take a lot of, of work be, behind the, the name the selection of the colors, the, the logotype, the history, and our first blend, the, the Cuchillo Parado, our flagship, the Robusto. I made this cigar with um, Negro San Andres all filler, Negro San Andres binder, and Mexican Sumatra wrapper. And we present the brand officially in PCA in 2021 with one cigar, yeah. the Cuchillo Parado. It's very funny because uh, when the people come to to our booth in PCA and okay, what's your brand? Casa 1910. Okay, where are you from? From Mexico. From Mexico. Really? Yeah. And okay, show me your cigars. Well, I have one cigar. <laughs> no, one cigar. Yeah, one cigar. Why? Because we believe in when you take our cigar for the box, it's perfect to smoke. It's perfect to smoke. So in that time, we have other, other projects in the, in, in the aging process, but they, in, in that time, those cigars not make a proper aging. They weren't ready. For, for release. Yeah. It's because I take the option for, we need to show just one cigar. And Sergeant Jamie asked me, really? Manolo, are you sure? One cigar. Yes, one cigar, because that cigar is perfect right now to smoke. The other one, no. Can I throw in something in? So why not? This is just, I know this is a little late because that was 2021. <laughs> but why not bring all of the expressions, but only give that sample? Since you knew that eventually the other ones were going to be ready. Right? They just needed more time. Well, no, just I was just like that's what I would have, yeah, thought um, about. Actually, Search and Jamie uh, told tell yeah, me that came up with that. Yeah, but sure. I I convinced to Search and Jamie and I say maybe it's out of the of the box to show just one cigar Mexican cigar and we have tequila and we have mariachis and if you remember in the in TPE and PCA. 
every time we have cigars, tequila, and mariachi. Yep. So... No, you guys made a big splash. <laughs> you know, it, like every time you'd hear the mariachi, you're like, oh, these guys are cranking it up again. Yeah. And so, Where's the mariachi? With yeah. Casa 1910. What's Casa 1910? Look the orange. Yeah. <laughs> Look in the orange. Yeah. And I... Do I have this right? You were... It was the Fuente booth, and then you guys were on the other side of it? Uh, in PCA, yeah. Yeah. Yes. In front of uh, Perdomo, mm -hmm. behind uh, J.C. Newman and Arturo Fuente. Yeah, it was a good spot. On the right. Yes. It was a good we, spot. We are very lucky in this. So, a lot of manners. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was... That's kind of how, how Casa 1910 was born, right? And so, let's, let's talk a little bit about the manufacturing because... So, you have a... I even touched on earlier. So in Mexico, up until recently, uh, a Mexican cigar factory could only use Mexican tobacco. Yes. Now, when did that change? And explain how... <clears throat> so th this is a very, obviously, a protectionist sort of uh, policy to do that, right? So if you're making cigars in Mexico, you have to use 100% Mexican tobacco. And then when did that change? Well, um, in, in sometimes I don't remember the, the correct time or, or the correct years, but in, in Mexico, the legislation, the legislation, legislation um, it's very awkward about the tobacco industry yep. be, because uh, the proper politicians not uh, in a lot of manners, don't make a proper separation between cigar cigars from cigarettes. And it's because we have a lot of troubles. And right now we have a special cigar ban or smoker ban in, in Mexico. So in, in one time, we have totally prohibited to import to Mexico other kind of leaves. So you were prohibited from importing Uh, raw material from yeah. other t uh, tobacco producing countries. Exactly. So in a couple of years um, ago, we can to import the other kind of, of leaves. So they, they opened that up where you could import. Yes. And so, but you guys, so that catches up to today, you guys still produce 100% Mexican cigars in your Mexico facility. Yes. Which is where? In Veracruz, in the Tuxtla. In Veracruz, and yeah, San Andres Tuxtla. Mm -hmm. So that's where you have the, the fa it's a small factory, right? Mm -hmm. It's 10 rollers, you said? We just have 10 cigar rollers, yep. but in the Cuban way. In the Cuban way. So in other words, not in parejas, not in pairs. So in Cuba and in Casa 1910, uh, the roller... The buncher is the roller. The roller is the buncher. It's only one mm -hmm. person. So that person is in charge of the entire process as opposed to Mexico, Dominican Republic, Honduras, where they work mostly in pairs, yes. where you have one buncher and one roller applying the wrapper. So so you guys are doing it in the, in the very Cuban style. Uh, and then, but it's a small production, right? Yes. Uh, every cigar roller make uh, between 80 to 120 cigars per day. So we have a very small production. Yeah, yeah. It's because we just produce the revolutionary edition, the Mexican Puro in Mexico. And we need, and actually 
I talked with Jamie and Searchin. Hey, guys, I need to explore more tobacco flavors, and we need to expose and, and make a good highlight to the flavors and the aromas from Mexican tobaccos. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what the rest of the world is doing. Yes. Right. You have, <clears throat> you have excellent cigars being made with Mexican wrappers and binders. We need to do the same. Right. That's your thinking. So, so then who do you go to? Uh, to do that for you. So you started exploring what Dominican Republic, Nicaragua. Did you check Honduras? Uh, it, my first options uh, it's uh, Nicaragua and DR. Okay. So b because it's my more closet connection and my my closet um, approach for other tobaccos. So um, I go to Nicaragua and I go to DR to explore factories to make a proper analysis um, and research for the, their production and, and their process. So we, we make the, the second release. It's a cover edition uh, made in Nicaragua Esteli. And the third release, it's a solar edition made in DR. And so all with Mexican tobaccos. All our cigars has uh, Mexican tobaccos inside, but I make um, blends with uh, not just for Mexican wrapper, not just for the Mexican binder. I use the fillers, I use the binder, I use um, actually different tobaccos. For example, in Soldadera Edition, I have a La Coronela, and I made this cigar with a binocular for the wrapper, Brazilian Arapiraca in the binder, and Mexican and DR filler. So I love to make experiments and, and explore new f flavors and more sensations for me. It's, it's my passion. And, right you, and you always have a spirit that you try to, to pair it with in mind when you're coming up with these blends. Yes. Um, when, when I make the, the blends, I think... Um, about the uh, principal goals, uh, maybe one kind of, of organolective uh, profile, what kind of, of flavors, but when I make the blend, every, every time all changes, <laughs> all, all sure. changes. So uh, when I make a blend, I make, uh, first of all, a Mareva, a Mareva shape. It's a very tight cigar. 42 for ring gauge and 129 millimeters for, for length. So when, when I make the proper blend, I experiment for different shapes. And I selected one, one shape for each blend. Because for my side, for my experience, I, every time when, when you taste a complex portfolio for one line or maybe one cigar, in different shapes, one is the best. Yeah. In my experience. Of course. Yeah. It so like that. so I I make just one blend in one shape. Because the perfect expression for, for that blend it's in in the the size and we sell it. So so that has its yeah, that has its be benefits mean, and its uh, and its cons. Of well in, in 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 all honesty every cigar manufacturer ends up doing that same thing, okay? Because there's no way 
that you say, oh, the Mareva has this percent of of Jalapa, this percent of Ateli, and this percent of uh, and then you just increase it as you go. It doesn't work that way. So everybody re-blends. The difference is that you give it a completely different name, mm-hmm. right? Now, you don't change the wrapper or the binder. You're just changing the filler blend, right? Yes. Yeah. So that that is essentially the same thing that everybody does. It's just you call it. So the for example, this is the Casa 1910 Cavalry Edition. And this is the As de Oro. Yes. And so you have to create a new blend when you do the Ilguero, right? The, the Gordo, for example. Yeah, which is a 6 San Negro San Andres on the wrapper, Esteli binder, and other kinds so the of rap, Nicaraguan. The wrapper is different on that one. Yes. Uh, it is a completely different blend. Completely different. Okay, that's different. Yeah. For, for, for example, the Revolutionary Edition, uh, the Robusto, it's a Negro San Andres filler, Binder Negro San Andres and Mexican Sumatra on the wrapper. But the same line, but um, the Toro size, it's a Tierra Blanca. It's all Negro San Andres, filler, binder, and wrapper. But I made uh, with different tobaccos because all tobaccos from the Tierra Blanca growing in the same farm, but with different seasons. The Seco and the Ligero growing in the dry season and the Visus binder and wrapper in the raining season and it's different process in fermentation because it's a every leaf has different oils and different strength in, sure yeah and in the and you need you different fermentation process and aging of course yeah the, they'll have different thicknesses right in the in the dry season the, the tobacco is going to be thicker because it's trying to protect itself from the sun and so in the rainy season you're going to lose a lot of oils mm-hmm. because of the rain so yeah it has to be treated completely different So that's that's very interesting that you guys go that deep into it, right? And don't, so don't get COVID I, I, because the whole <laughs> brand's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if your if your taste palette goes, we're in trouble. Let me ask you something. What's been the most successful or, or the one that's been uh best selling so far of the cigars? Well, right now I think um, Well, for Revolutionary Edition, maybe the Tierra Blanca, the Toro, it's the most selling cigar for Revolutionary Edition. And it's the the perfect way to know the the Mexican tobaccos. And the Cabaret Edition, right now, the As de Oro is the most selling cigar. And from La Coro, from Soldadera Edition, the San Petrina, the other Robusto. It's a Connecticut um, from Ecuador for the wrapper. It's a very special Dominican Criollo uh, for the binder and Mexico and Dominican uh, tobaccos from the filler. It's the is the best one. It's the best selling cigar for the Soldadera edition. Very good. I, I'm enjoying the As de Oro very much. And I think we're getting into the halfway mark. Can you tell us a little bit what do you think uh, has changed in it so far? Mm. In the... In the first part, maybe you can feel more spiciness and more toasted flavors. And the second part, maybe it's more sweet. And the yeah. woods, it's more like a cedar wood. And the cinnamon, it's a little bit elevated. Elevated, yes, for sure, for sure. And it's I, I love the the creamy sensations and the oils uh, and the elegance for for the smoke. It's Very great for me, this, this cigar. You know what, what's interesting about this blend is 
in the very beginning, when I first lit it, it could have been, it was, it, it could have been a Cuban cigar in how sort of balanced uh, it was creamy and it had the little nuttiness, but it was, the flavors were kind of subdued, relaxed. They felt like old world kind flavors. Yeah. And now in the second half, it's, wrapped it's up. a Nicaraguan cigar. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's very interesting how, how much of a transition it has taken. So that's kind of, you know, to your point of saying that, that you like how this cigar changes. Holy crap. It changes like crazy. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it almost changed countries, you know, for, in the way that it, yes. that it performs. Uh, I agree. Everything is sort of ramped up right now. So the earthiness, the pepper, the, the cinnamon is, is cranked up and the creaminess is delicious right now. It gives you that like coating creaminess at the, in the, in the back as you finish the cigar your finish is nice and creamy and long. Really well done. Uh, I like the smoke. What is the, do you know the MSRPs of? Uh, uh, in all our, our cigars, uh, it's between from the 50 to 15. 15 to 21, 22 dollars. So this, I'm looking Depends at the, the size. So. Yeah, I'm looking at the Cavalry Edition, which is what we're smoking. Uh, the As de Oro, this one, the, is 16 6 by 52, 6 54. By 50, 6 by 54, it's $16.89. The 6 by 60 is $17.89. And the uh, Torpedo de Lucero, 6 by 54, is $17.49. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really, really nice smoke. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I loved it with the, with the tequila. That was, I think I need a refill. Me too. Time out. Another tasting. <laughs> uh so that wonderful man i love that i hope you guys try that i think I, i hope you try the manolo uh i love it i think it's a it's a really cool way to enjoy a cigar and i regret that ivan never taught us the right way <laughs> <laughs> because we would have really enjoyed it and given you much more credit before we thought you were a madman When he came telling us <laughs> that you taught him this, I was like, who would teach you that? <laughs> But this is wonderful. Really, really nice. I enjoyed it. No, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for your visit. Thank you for the gifts, the cigars. Best of luck to you guys. Uh, and uh, you guys stay tuned to the next one. Bye. Cheers. So all this time, we oh, were doing man. it wrong. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I but- came back I from butchered the with hell this. out of that. And How he came back, he was like, bro, I learned something <laughs> on this trip to Mexico. And he just destroyed it. And I was like, that does not sound right, man. But he had the <laughs> smoothest, silkiest, non-sticky hands we've ever had in true. our lives. That is so. true. But Manolo, Manolo cleared the air. All right. Thanks, he's, a, he's a piece of work. That yes, guy. he is. Dude, yes, I, he I, is. Need, I wonder what kind of, I need to ask him what kind of like product he uses on that mustache to keep mm. it. It's got to be like a wax or something, right? To be able We're to. We're going to hang out with him again in Vegas now. Yep. Uh, hey, yeah. I'm going to be in Vegas. Hey, maybe we can meet up with Marlon. I don't I've, know. Ivan doesn't like to hang out with you in public. I know, right? Oh, Unless my wife's there. Then, here we go. then yeah. Here then, we go. then he's like, oh, shit, maybe I can get my credit score up. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's it. All, you get. all right. All right. So your last name's Rodriguez, yes, but married away. Ah, okay. Come on in. Sure. No problem. Awesome. Would you like would you like double the money you wanted? Sure, of course. All right. So thanks to Manolo from uh, Casa 1910 Cigar. There's a 1910. Not 1910. 1910? Yeah, yeah. All right. So let, let's wrap this up. How is the Illusionati? So the Illusion, uh, like it lost all of its like sweetness and, and gentle 
delicate flavors, and now it's just like it's just hammering home. Four play is over. Yeah, it's just like pepper. pepper. There's more strength now than before. For sure. Uh, there's there's more earthiness, more of that minerality yeah. that Ivan was talking about earlier. So yeah, it's it's if you like transitions, this is this is one that transitions for sure. Transitions have been in the news, but that's a different story. That's a different kind of transition. <laughs> <laughs> but, but well, yeah, it, it definitely, you know, obviously for me, it was very creamy. The cigar, it was very creamy. Or the transition. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't speak to that yet. I'll let you know how that goes. But it's it's very creamy. Now it's very, it's just a, it's just a solid, good smoke right now. You're just, you're into the nuts and bolts of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I don't, I don't know if, if, you know, obviously the, the tequila that we talked about, the cenote seemed to, to be your favorite to go with yeah, the cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like Don Senor Rio. Senor Rio. That sounds sounds like a like like a casino in Vegas. You know? Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going to Senor Rio. Going to Senor Rio. All right. Happy hour. Yeah. Good luck with that. All right. All right. So we always like to 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 finish up the show with what did we learn today? And I say, Evan Ocampo, what did you learn today? IOC. Thank you, Manolo, for clearing up the mistake i had made with the uh pairing for months and months for months and months sorry so thank you very much hey, and yeah close to a year i think you <laughs> i appreciate it i just i don't even believe your dickman anymore but but we did sell a lot of liquor because i was telling everybody to just chug alcohol <laughs> <laughs> so total wine was thrilled with right? the, uh, with ivan's uh method but uh yeah no i i did learn that ivan is uh not the best listener <laughs> i've learned that if if ivan says it's raining look out the window but no, Manolo's, I, I did, honestly, uh, Casa 1910, great new company, cool cigars. They're they're different. Uh, Why they, are they different? So Mexican cigars typically only use Mexican tobacco. No, like Chivas, like the soccer team. Like the soccer team, they only they use. Only Mexicans play for Chivas. Well, they, there they, you go. They, they I did not know that. They don't let anybody that's not Mexican play for Chivas. Well, there Los you Chivas go. Chivas de Guadalajara. How about that? Guadalajara, Guadalajara, Indeed. All right. So, uh, so yeah, Mexican cigars typically only use Mexican tobacco. And the best Mexican tobacco is wrapper tobacco. Mm. The fillers, sometimes they're, they don't have the, the strength because of the way that, that they do things. They, they don't have that strength and body that you want, that certain people want in a cigar. Casa 1910 in addition to having Mexican puros, they also go outside of Mexico and make cigars outside with Mexican tobacco, but combined with other things. And so that is a different kind of Mexican cigar company. And so I do like that. I think that their packaging is beautiful. Also, they do things differently. They are sort of pushing the envelope in that way. We call it disruptors in the industry. A little bit, right? Yeah. Because they, they uh, for example, their brands... One vitolas or one size is that blend has only one size. So, so each different size in a brand has a completely different blend. Sometimes with a different wrapper altogether. Yeah, and so that's different. And so I, I appreciate when when people try to improve and do things differently. I appreciate those things. So so I, I like it for that standpoint. And I think it's got a bright future, right? They've got they've got some. You know, some good backing. They've got Manolo, which is a good, bright master blender, right? And he's, again, pushing the envelope. So I do, I and like what they Their tour is excellent. That, that, uh, <laughs> that Casa really 1910 is, experience is excellent. unbelievable. Excellent. Yep. I have to check it out. Yep. So Ivan went went last year. Yeah. Most likely 
one of us will be taking that trip this year. Yep. Well, let me know if you need somebody to hold your bags or anything like that. You know, I am. I've been cleared to go to Mexico now. I have just learned that. <laughs> the judge has said, "You're good. Todo bien. Yeah. Just don't bring a lot of watches. <laughs> Whatever okay. you do. So, what'd you learn, Jim? Well, let's see. What did I learn? I learned wow. that I learned that record is an important feature uh, in the show. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I've learned that my hands will now be um, com- either. Totally sticky or completely smooth, and I will, I will lose yeah. all my. I will be nicely lubricated huh. with, and it and it's not just tequila; it's all spirits. So now I'm going to be that guy when you see me at the bar. What is he doing? What's he doing? I got you know, I got, you know the the nice. What's that expensive? Uh, Don, Don Louis or King Louis or the the whiskey? King Louis. King Louis. <laughs> yeah, Baba Louis. <laughs> Baba Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Do it with the King Louis. I, I need I need some blue label and I'm just, you know, sitting there. I'll be that guy. No, but I, what I learned today is that never listen to Ivan except yes. for when he's talking. <laughs> and even then, listen to half of everything he says and don't believe the other half. Yep. And, and Nat G, our executive producer, is the most patient person on the face of the earth. It's hard to find Ooh. someone more patient, honestly. Great job, Boy, guys. Boy, she listens to some crap. Great job. <laughs> Tremendo muela. Yeah. So definitely, guys, if uh, if you dig the show, even though we butchered the bejesus out of it. No, this uh, is what makes this charming. Yeah. Uh, give us five stars uh, on, on your Apple podcast if you listen to that. If you're on YouTube, drop us a comment. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Drop us a comment. Also, hit that subscribe button. And that way then, you don't uh, miss anything. notification bell so you don't miss anything. Yeah. So, yep, that's what I got, man. In the mailbag, trust me, no one appreciates the mail call segment more than me. Is that right? I appreciate that, Jimmy. Because I come over here and I mooch everything. Yep, that's true. Yep. Hey, I saw that the mail thing was going to be, you know. So listen, if you're if you're of that part, happy Father's Day, happy Mother's Day, happy uh, everything day, you know, enjoy yourselves, uh, be kind to each other. For everyone here at Cigar Snob Magazine, for Ivan, for Eric, I'm merely Jim. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we will talk to you later. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.